0: Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 238 of the Okie Geek podcast brought to you by Oki Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Well, SoonerCon might be canceled again this year, but we are already looking to next year. A special fundraiser for Oklahoma's longest running pop culture convention is coming up June 21st through the 27th. Here to talk about are some of my favorite people Amber Hannigan, Matt Cavanaugh, Aslan Burroughs. Guys, welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks thanks for having
0: us back. So first off, fill everyone in on the latest on SoonerCon. So, yeah, like, as you mentioned, um, we, you
2: know, owed to the COVID-19 situation. We had to, um, go ahead and cancel our, uh, planned event for 2021 here. And, um, are using our time to uh, get some fundraising going to kind of help shore up those funds missed from missing our 2020 and now our 2021 event that usually kind of help us uh, seed the way to put on what people are used to seeing at SoonerCon each year, and we'll be back for next June. But it's kind of but been like the big theme of what's going on. And I would say that Matt um, here can speak uh, quite a bit to that, as he is the Future Society's newly appointed um, fundraising committee chair, uh, particularly focusing, yeah, particularly focusing on raising funds toward getting the event back up and running.
1: Yeah, Matt, yeah. how have things been going so far? Uh, things been going good. Uh, we've we've had one event so far that we've officially kind of kicked it off with, and. It was a trivia night that we held at Vanessa House. That was, I believe, the 19th this month. Was, that the, was it the 19th? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: May 19th. Um,
1: and, it, you know, we were, to be honest, we were quite pleasantly surprised by the amount of support that we received from the Cinecon community. We weren't sure if people were going to be interested in a trivia night. Is running. this is running. I don't think Cinecon has ever done any kind of extracurricular stuff like this in the past. I could be wrong. I think Aslan's has told me. Yeah, had...
2: no, not not like this. This is some like you've really kind of kicked it off and more of those like in um, you know, a space for us that's, that's new and exciting. And yeah, it was absolutely awesome to have a lot of like our um, old time friends uh, mm-hmm. kind of coming back out for us as well as meeting some new faces with that. But yeah, no, this is like a new kind of thing for us. And it was such a blast.
1: We have, uh, so the, that night went well, and a lot of people, I, I, I heard a lot of feedback thinking, you know, saying that they wanted to do more of these events. So um, already other venues have reached out to us and want to have their own events, and um, we're kind of looking to do that. But for now, the big event coming up is our charity auction, um, and I think Amber actually has quite a bit to say about that.
0: Yeah, Amber, what's going on with this charity and auction?
3: Yeah, so that was one of the first things we thought of. Um, we have such a wonderful community of vendors and artists, of course, um, being one of the largest art shows in the Southwest region. And um, we're really connected to those, um, that community. And we knew that an auction does well at our event live in SoonerCon. And we're like, that's something we right. could safely do online as well. Um, and we did a reach out to our artists and author and vendor community and just said hey um, would you be able to donate we we really need to raise funds for next year because we lost funding for essentially two years Um, usually SoonerCon, you know we bang it out of the park and we have enough funds to take us into the next year and um, this you know Bills kept going for two years, basically, and you know, storage and website and all the things that just kind of run in the background to keep SoonerCon going, just as a nonprofit. And um, we realized we really need to build that cushion back up. So we let our community know that and said, "Hey, you know, if you can donate stuff, that would be wonderful. We understand, you know, you guys have had a hard couple of years too." So it wasn't like an obligation at all. And we were pleasantly surprised that the amount of uh, people that donated, some familiar faces, uh, you'll know like Jerry Bennett donated several very large uh, print pieces, um, the art of Shannon Valentine, some like beautiful fairy uh, prints and Majora's glass, who's actually a committee member, um, Savannah, she makes uh, stained glass pieces and donated, one of those um we have like mind over splatter art studio david lee anderson another one that you'll see in our show many years the angst novels he donated a whole set of his novels completely signed in the hard covers um, so i'm excited about that purple fish quilting they feel used to seeing them they donated a large quilt um, and then also some new faces came out and that was really interesting um, like vanessa house we spoke about earlier they helped host our fundraising event for trivia night this last year and they also donated some of their beer and a gift card um, for that auction and then we also have up down bar which is um, a new arcade bar uh, in plaza who had donated some stuff and they're really excited to be working with us too um and chicken and pickle which is a new uh restaurant in town that uh they do pickleball and serve chicken <laughs> and they donated a pretty significant gift card. So it was like a really neat mix of, you know, some of the old, old school people that, like have always been there for us. And like, we made some new connections and new friends that we didn't even, you know, have never worked with before and have, mm-hmm. it's been a really interesting experience. And um, that fundraising event will be at the end of June. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be advertising that on our social medias but we're planning to run an online um auctions like silent auction style so june 21st through the J- june 27th so we're kind of kicking it like what would have been the normal SoonerCon weekend we'll kind of end that so it's like we're having a an art show of types uh online
0: how can people view the items before the actual auction
3: yeah. Um, so this last weekend, uh, which is the uh, end of May, mm-hmm. we got together and got all the photos. Thank you very much to Jeremiah um, with just uh, squirrely Jedi photography. <laughs> he uh, is also on our committee and he always helps us out and he got those photos. So we'll be getting those up and we're trying to build this is a new thing for us. We're using a new tool to create the auction, but we're going to try and get those up as soon as possible so people can start looking um we've teased a few of them on our social media already and uh we'll continue to do that
2: yeah i was gonna say you're gonna like we're gonna be talking about it for the rest of this month too for sure right
3: yeah so basically this month is gonna be auction updates so well,
2: and we had some collectors kind of get into their collections too for this too didn't they like some like toys and yeah different kind of things oh said so there's there's some other pieces too
3: we have a ton of Star Wars memorabilia just in like still mint, like in the case. I went I guess I'm not mint. I don't know the quality. I can't oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but they're still in the cases and everything like that. Um but entire sets of like Star Wars action figures, um these Star Wars cassette tape sets with toys that were like really unique and I've never seen before. Um, i (laughs) I think star wars collectors will have a blast with this some
1: of them are old enough they had a kb toy sticker on there and i know some people are old enough to know what that means and (laughs) if you don't you're very young
3: uh yeah even pez uh pez dispensers and Mm -hmm. it was like blast from the past it was really fun to go through that stuff um And yeah, that was, it's, it's not just art. It's a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. It's collectibles. It's uh, like I said, some, some baskets and certificates from local businesses, you know, all 100% of the proceeds are going to future society of central Oklahoma to help us put on SoonerCon next year. Yeah. That's
0: for anyone who's ever been to SoonerCon. it's, it's basically what you do when you go into the auction room itself, Mm -hmm. the kind of stuff that you would see there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very similar format for sure. Except, uh, this time we, we're the charity that we're raising money for versus like our community charity partner. Um, but yeah, it'll have a very similar process as Amber mentioned. it, It does, uh, there's like a full, like kind of auction site that folks will go through to do the bidding. Once they click on our website in that particular space for our fundraising efforts, if I'm not mistaken.
0: And it, what most people don't understand about, if they've never run a convention before, is that it, it takes a lot to put something like this together.
1: Mm-hmm. It certainly does. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I think Aslan would, uh, would know best out of everyone <laughs> here how to put on con
2: well thank you for saying that matt and again welcome aboard we're very glad to have you <laughs>
1: help us i I'm in fine, this respect. i see amber and i are our uh, dna which is why trivia night and other things kind of are in our wheelhouse we if nobody knows amber and i we've been on okie geek before mm-hmm. talking about our personal fundraiser event which is the extra life at game hq so mm-hmm. we we do have some experience running stuff you know, smaller charity events that are like more small venue focused, um, and kind of working with those crowds. But when it comes to actually like running a big convention, uh, I believe there's only one person in this call who actually knows. yeah well,
2: <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for that. Um it but it, it takes a village, to your point, yeah. really, because the the truth is, uh Michael and like everybody, um just as a reminder, soonercon. Is entirely a, a volunteer nonprofit um, event, right? Like it's a volunteer managed, organized, put together um, event for everybody. And obviously, that takes, um, like Amber mentioned, kind of at the earlier portion. It takes a whole year to to get each year's SoonerCon made, mm-hmm. and we really rely on those carryover funds a little bit to kind of get that process started year over year to to make that happen and. Um, it's a, it's a really substantial number to make a con happen. It's somewhere, um, at the baseline neighborhood of, of, a little over a hundred thousand dollars. And every one of those dollars that we spend to do that, those are fundraise dollars from that be, be that our membership community that are, are putting in to, to be at the event, or if that's our donors, um, we at future society, we're really blessed, um, with, how things went um kind of towards the end of last year we um applied for our first grant as a nonprofit and we were actually awarded um a uh, a grant to kind of like get this uh process going back again um it was through the city of Norman um via their cares funding distribution um and it was designed for nonprofits and small businesses that were struggling as a result of being shuttered during um, COVID-19 in 2020 and like just the that baseline of that grant award truly guys like that's what kind of let us be able to take a breather for a second and say okay like yes let's start looking for future forward again because it was enough of a baseline. Like she said, to, to get those bills staying paid and things like that. It's, it really is a years long labor of love by an entire volunteer uh, committee and, and a community at large. Very you know, generous from the people. Help, at the yeah, like if that helps kind of characterize it a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's why I wanted to say to let people know that that's why a lot of people, well, you know, we were pretty much opening back up with the vaccine and everything around March and April. Uh, why couldn't we do SoonerCon? And that's I want people to understand that you can't just all of a sudden go something like SoonerCon. You can't just go, oh, in two months we'll have the convention. Everything right? Fine.
2: Well, it, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a substantial amount of coordination, yeah. not just with the the people that staff it, not only like with our venue partners. Um, she mentioned as well, like all of the vendors and our artists and folks and stuff. That's a that's a minimum of an email to somebody, right? Like somebody's <laughs> got to. Manage that, um, you know, visiting with folks, getting the hype out, like all of those pieces, like it absolutely takes quite a bit of time to get it there. And it isn't something that we can just kind of flip the lights on and off at, at the ready with. We really we have to make kind of uh, strategic decisions as we're going along and, and look future forward.
0: As we look forward to next year, do we have dates for next year's uh, event?
2: Yes, we do. Um, That will be um, kind of at the last weekend of June-ish, Friday, June 24th through uh, Sunday, June 26th. Uh, So save the date on your calendars. And um, Amber, I mean, we'll be kind of putting that information out as we get a little further down this year, too, to remind folks. But yeah, save the date, June 24th through the 26th in 2022. We are absolutely back. And we'll be sure. at the Embassy Suites again, okay, good. down in Norman. Yes.
3: But in the meantime, we definitely need to build those funds up to be mm-hmm. <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah. As much it as was. Possible.
1: I mean, I can't emphasize the fact that you know the people's generosity at Norman, just to you know, through their donations via the their local government, has allowed us to you know kind of keep keep exist. the lights on <laughs> oh absolutely
2: yeah, yeah that cannot be overstated um it was that was truly a, a godsend for us cuz we we were in um, candidly we were in substantial straits mm-hmm. because it was important to us having canceled our June 2021 event this this one for the summer um, it was very important to us that we'd be able to refund all of our folks that had purchased a membership with us and kind of said, no, hold it till next time, things like that. But also like our vendors, our artists, we weren't interested at all in holding on to that. Everybody out there is, is struggling right now mm-hmm. and in recovery and we weren't going to do that. And so that's, like I said, that's where a lot of the, uh, the funds typically come from to be able to have the front end to get the process started and, and absent those funds. This is here where we are. Um, having to kind of rebuild the base the foundation again and it was a if I want to say we got that award announcement in early February and that was um, it could not have come at a a better time and we're very grateful for it as
1: well no go ahead no so just people are kind of wondering where we're at right now you know we've we've received some grant money and um from various fundraisers and the trivia night event the trivia night itself raised about $675 which that's was awesome. you know yeah. that's always good and then other various fundraisers have raised you know close to 700 that we've had some personal donations that people have given so you know we're we're kind of eking up towards more like 1500 that we've been going away at the goal And one of the things yep. i've told the the Future Society Oklahoma board and other people that know me, if you're presented with an enormous problem, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Well, the idea is one bite at a time. You just kind of go with, you just go at it. So um, this charity auction, we're really hoping that this will um, help us get closer towards our goal. Um, And then in the future, we're going to have other events and, you know, our, our big event that we're going to be putting on is uh, our Kickstarter. As well, we're going to be launching a Kickstarter, but I don't want to get too in the weeds. If you had other questions,
0: <laughs> well, when do we do we know? Uh, do we have a date for a Kickstarter?
1: Kickstarter is currently um, sort of being worked on mm-hmm. right now. We are ironing out. Uh, we want to make sure that our Kickstarter pre- presents a real value to the people that are wanting to support SoonerCon right. um, in, in a significant way. Um, we want to make sure that that is something that we can deliver on. Uh, at the actual uh, CenterCon event in 2022 so we we want to make sure that we're not we're not just trying to beg for money in a way I mean we are and aren't but um, you know when you you do these kind of things you really get a feel for how generous people are It, it really humbles you in a way that you know when you don't need other people's help you kind of can kind of go it alone, but you don't realize how many other people's help you actually do need all the time and how how much you're really kind of floating on the generosity of the people around you in the community that we've fostered over, you know, decades. So with Kickstarter, we want to make sure that those people feel that, feel our thanks and feel our, um, uh, we want to return it to them in some way. So um, we're still kind of working on ironing out exactly how we want to do that, um, tentatively we're we're kind of looking more towards you know august ish mm-hmm. september-ish very tentatively yeah. i don't want the anybody fall. to hang their yeah
0: fall. Early fall, early yeah. The fall. I, yeah
1: i don't want anybody to hang their hat on or hold me to this we, we, we you will know when our kickstarter goes right. live we will let <laughs> 100 um but yeah we we have a lot of local talent that's going to be looking to help us do some fun stuff and cool. we've tapped some people that are Pretty, you know, talented, and it, it should be a lot of fun. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna be good. That's good.
0: Aslan, was there ever a concern when uh, had to shut down last year, and we're realizing that probably wouldn't be able to go this year as well? That soonercon might be gone. Certainly, I mean that.
2: Yeah, that's the truth. Um, we, you know, if you don't have funding. Right then yeah. um, is it responsible to, to keep your organization going? Particularly, um, is that fair to our volunteer staff on these committees that help make that happen? But also it's important to be transparent like with our community, we are the longest running fandom event. And so certainly there's like the well, what do you, what do you mean? Like, hold on, can't we just scale it back and stuff? Like, it's like, no, actually like those contract costs are fixed and things like that. And we can explore, you know, evolving it or changing kind of what we've been offering for sure. Like we have to adapt to that, but yeah, there was absolutely a moment or several moments, Amber, right? <laughs> like, yeah. um, where there was a lot of emotional moments, yeah. it, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm trying not to get too, I don't want to. I don't want to overstate it, and and but I don't want to understate it either. And and the the fact is, is yeah, there was. That grant money could not have come in at, at the at at the soon enough for us to be able to start kind of, working those operations expenses, really releasing those refund funds, and getting the show down the road to to look forward. But, we were. As as a board, I I I I not only do I serve um, on the SoonerCon event planning committee, but I am a member of our board of directors at the Future Society, and we had to begin looking at a conversation of what if we have to shutter the organization. And we spoke to you know several professionals, um, both um, in the accounting space and in the legal space to get their take on it. We also kind of did the pulse check kind of with members of our community of like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we really like the, to, to shore up those, those funding resources, we're asking people to bet on us Mm -hmm. when they haven't seen us for two years. And we know that this community matters. And the one thing we were absolutely not going to do is put false hope out to our people, particularly at a time when trust really, really matters um, in the like kind of the collective sense of responding to what we've all gone through and are still processing um, from the pandemic. We did not wanna be one of those organizations that took our community's trust lightly or flippantly and been like yep sorry guys can't do it you know we know that you miss us but whatever like we weren't we didn't want to treat it that way but we like go ahead amber i'm sorry yeah because i'm getting emotional about (laughs) it because it was it was scary it It was sad and scary well and that's
3: why we made the call to do the refunds so we so what people might not know is in 2020 you know we were like well, let's push it to 2021. And we gave people the option to push their memberships or the vendors and artists to push that to 2021. And so we did have those funds, but we didn't consider them like something necessarily to tap into because they paid for a service for the next SoonerCon. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and as we started you know, getting in these dire straits, we could see we're getting closer and closer to that funding. And this is why we did the refunds. You know, some people were like, well, why not just hold it on for 2022? And it's like, well, you know, we're going to start eating into that with just our bills, frankly, like our storage costs and everything I spoke about earlier. And if we did have to shutter our doors, that's not fair to that to our community. That's always been to us. We wanted to make sure that we refunded them and that was very important to us. So that's why we made the call to refund because it, it was the right thing to do. And we just didn't want to be one of those. Well, and
2: yeah. And it's, I mean, and guys, like we're not, we weren't trying to suffer in silence out there or just go it stoically alone. Um, this whole, the, the decisions to cancel both of our events were 100% data-driven decisions. Um, we are an organization that, um, we are a future society. We are, um, very much stem advocates and we've been following the 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 information as it's come out and with how we have to respond to the pandemic public safe like safety is also a priority for us and so we weren't going to just jump the gun with it either and it became evident that after we canceled 2020 and when things weren't really kind of picking up steam at the the volume, like we typically bring in 3000 plus people. Mm -hmm. We can't, you know, uh, even right now, we can't have a group, like, I don't know Mm -hmm. of a lot of events out there that are having that size of an indoor function at, at that volume. And we're designed to have that that much participation. Mm-hmm. Like we, we kind of have worked over the years to get SoonerCon to that level. And because of that, where we can't really just scale it down and expect that cost return to be there. And that's true for any business mm-hmm. currently operating in recovery in the pandemic. All
0: right. Before I let you go, uh, Amber, I, I just got to ask you while I've got you on the show, do we know about Extra Life? Have we thought about it yet?
3: Yeah, my hope for Extra Life is that we will be able to have it in person this year at GameHQ HQ at the beginning of November. Uh, I haven't had that conversation yet with Darren and the team over at GameHQ, HQ, but um, I've created the page. We have an Central Oklahoma Extra Life team you can join with your own Extra Life page. Um, so fingers crossed that we can do our Game HQ event at GameHQ. HQ this year Um, but it's really looking hopeful with the vaccines and um, yeah I mean that'll be beginning of November so we've got a lot of time (laughs)
0: fingers (laughs)
3: crossed and it's a much smaller event than uh, SoonerCon Mm -hmm. so um and i know game hq has been i think you went and played a game hq the other day didn't I you? i
0: did my son and i got to play our very first live dungeons and dragons game yay in a year and a, almost a year and a half it was well not a year and a half a year and three months or something like this it was so nice to yeah. be well, around people again yeah
3: <laughs> i know
2: i miss oh, it go ahead. i was gonna say isn't that did you guys kind of feel that a little bit at our trivia night um we had a lot of feedback similarly from people like Man this is the first time you know we're vaccinated now and let's mm-hmm. get out and kind of get to go do something and we're so glad it's like with our friends oh my gosh <laughs> you know um did you like Amber you're being kind of humble though like you did uh do we did do like a virtual extra life and it it raised a mm-hmm. little bit of money for the the children's hospital <laughs> there i mean yeah
3: uh- Yeah, we did do a virtual, uh, mostly through Discord. We did D&D and um, we did our raffles through the Extra Life page. They had added some incentive abilities for us to be able to do that. And uh, gosh, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I want to say it was like $3,700 or uh, somewhere around there. And, you know, just for being a virtual event when it's such a tabletop in-person kind of experience. I was very humbled and and excited that we were able to raise really anything for that. And the community, again, always comes out and in some way, and that was a lot of fun. And Aslan helped with that. And we had a little like camp here, like base of operations here at our house. (laughs) And then, um, but mostly it was all online and yeah, and I would, uh, so on the the other token on that, uh, MiracleCon mm-hmm. is coming back virtually this year, and that date is September eighteenth. Um, and we are talking with Oklahoma City University because they've just recently opened their esports arena about possibly doing an in person component mm-hmm. to that too. But that will be a streaming event primarily. Um, on Twitch and uh, probably our Discord that we used for our Game HQ last year. So stay tuned for information on that.
0: That's great. So where can again where can people find out more information about this uh, the uh, the art auction that you guys are doing?
3: Uh, follow us on social media. Our Facebook is we are SoonerCon on Facebook. We are SoonerCon on Instagram, and we are SoonerCon on Twitter. Um, you can find our website soonercon.com we should be having our fundraising page up this week uh, where we're going to talk about not just our art auction but all of our fundraising efforts and you can get a little bit more about our backstory and our funding and you know we're trying to be as transparent as possible uh, because we are a nonprofit organization Mm -hmm. here in the state and um, we everything we do is volunteer and we just want to make cool things happen and teach people about art and science through the lens of pop culture.
0: Excellent. And we look forward to building right now all the way up to 2022 when we get to have SoonerCon back and, and all of us uh, there. And I'm going to hug everybody. That's all there is to it. Yes!
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm hugging everybody. Is glomping back? I hope not. No glomping.
0: Are you no
2: glomping. glomping? Oh, Amber. <laughs> you done. done it now.
1: You put that evil into the void. <laughs> no, but
2: like... Uh, yeah hugs all around you know get those vaccinations as you can mm-hmm. folks we're all we miss you and any every like I, I just say thank you to our folks who have shown up for us and continue to show up for us and who's told a friend who's never heard of us and then that person's showing up for us like absolutely Michael I'm with you all the hugs to everybody but thank you so much to our community and to folks like even yourself too Michael like we just Every little bit helps to, to get us there. And we are really excited about returning next summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to be something and it's going to be something that we all made together possible. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Guys, thank you so very much for being on the show. Thank you for thank having you. us.
2: Thanks for having
0: us. <laughs> so that's our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at OP Podcast. Our theme music was produced by Monument Studios. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Well, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Amber Hannigan, Matt Cavanaugh, and Aslan Burroughs, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.